now batting for the sports animal, your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Amory Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Banger song. Thank you for ruining my evening. I'm going to be at the gym tonight listening to how great Fred is. Keep your snoopy eyes on the road. It's so creepy because it's like seven dolls in this video in the back of his seat. Oh, so these aren't woman well, they're says little, says seven little girls why are you driving all these little girls around for i'm not i'm in the back seat this song's written about van <laughs> oh van's driving you guys around van's your chauffeur i assume like driving miss daisy van would be the jealous type when driving me around with seven little girls sitting in the back seat this sounds terrible by the way <laughs> Especially because Van's not here to defend himself. Van's not here! Is there some kind of bro code? What do you mean? I don't know. Like, he's not here to defend himself. We're not real people on the radio. This is all for the game. It's all wrestling? Yeah. Game is game. I don't know what that means. It's like like a really bad rapper. The game? (laughs) All right, so I'm trying to pull up. Any sort of story on Tyreek Hill what do you... and Jalen Ramsey? No, Jalen Ramsey is hurt. Jalen so... Ramsey out until December. Thank God. What? Yeah. He's a little punk, too. Him and Eli Apple are both punks. Jalen Ramsey was also the highest rated cornerback in Madden when he's kind of been irrelevant the last couple of years. I don't know. Uh, okay, well, Eli Apple was a 2016 first-round pick. Uh, he had um, for what team? The uh, Giants. Well, he played, and he also played for the New Orleans Saints and Carolina Panthers, and had... the Bengals, and now. Oh, so he's just like a HR pass the trash kind of thing. Is what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's honestly not that good. Has he ever played a game against Tyreek Hill? Yeah. He yeah, w- they were. That's where more beef started because before the Dolphins played the Bengals last season, Hill was excited to play against Apple. Blah blah trash talk all over Twitter. Well, okay. And this past Saturday, it was like, Monday's practice is going to be fun. Because the AFC East was paired with the AFC North last season after Tyreek played the Bengals in the AFC Championship game, who was against Eli Apple. So what are they going to, like, I don't know. Now it's all love. Now it's all love. What What is all love? They're teammates. Like a. Is this like a Macklemore song? See, I wish I, I kind of wish that the beef continued as he went down there because it's training camp, and you know, obviously Tyreek and Eli are gonna the be best. going against each other. I don't like this softness because the same thing happened with Sean Payne too. He's like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say that. And then Tyreek, now all of a sudden Eli Apple trash, trash talk, trash, trash talk, and now he's like, No, it's all good. It's all love. We're best friends. Woke culture, guys. It's not woke culture. It's you two fools getting fooled. This is all a work. Yeah. The whole thing's a work. And now they're teammates, and so there can't be beef because you want a unison, solidified team. 
So what do they do? Foot race? Like, how do you settle it? The one-on-one for training camp. Yeah. Well, and I definitely, Eli Apple is going to be one of their starting cornerbacks since Jalen Ramsey's out. Yeah, the, because the best stories at training camp are actually all the ones where uh, everybody's fighting each other. All the teammates are fighting each totally. other. Totally. Like Jamison Williams punching that undrafted cornerback the other day. Yeah, cool move. You ever been to like a NFL or like Division One football practice? Yes. Okay. Have you? No. Okay. So the interesting thing about them is the guys that do that stuff are dudes that are like playing adjacent. Like your top tier dudes, they don't do that stuff. And then I think I saw one over the weekend actually with Travis Kelsey. Where I think Travis I saw, Kelsey punched a guy too. He, he punched a guy. And immediately he comes out and says, my bad. I know I'm a leader. I screwed up. This is my thing. Now, if a fringy dude does it, none of that stuff comes out. None of it. And I get it. Like, every day is the hardest day of your life. You're trying to make an NFL team. There's a lot of money on the line. I get all that stuff. But I think there's like a code, right? There's a code to where you don't. Punch fight. your own dudes. Yeah, you don't fight. Your, you, you wait until the training camps or joint practices, and that's when you fight. fight like, what? Why are you? Why is there a you not, have to fight? Well, the, it was uh, the Texans hard knocks year, and DeAndre Hopkins was going to go up against a, a Washington football one the, team. One of the McCourty guys. Right? Yeah, yeah. And just rocked him. And, th- and those are the best training camp stories. <sighs> Losers do that. What, fight? Yeah. Do you remember in that Pro Bowl whenever... Isn't wrestling just a bunch of fake fighting? Are you talking about pro wrestling? Yeah. Well, I wouldn't equate pro wrestling to sports. <laughs> like, <laughs> what I'm saying is, like, do you remember in that Pro Bowl when Sean Taylor kept hitting everyone? Yeah. And everyone was like, and that oh. was, the, uh, and he was playing defense. He's playing like a loser. Like that's what I'm saying. Like these, if it if it's not for dollars, it don't make sense. So you don't go out there and beat up dudes ever. You specifically, you specifically don't do it when there's like governing rules where they're either not ready for it. You ever heard of the uh, term "practice how you play"? You got to bring the intensity. Oh, you don't do that in a game either, though. Well, that's yeah, what I'm a saying. Penalty. Yeah, that's why I'm saying you don't. You don't punch them, but you you're intense. The number of dudes that are allowed to hit other dudes is so incredibly small, and these are dudes that are like untouchable for other reasons too. Travis Kelsey won. Draymond Green. <laughs> That's an interesting one. Because how good of a job did the Warriors do of painting Jordan Poole as the biggest cancer ever? Watch how not true that's going to end up being. Yeah. That's well, all That's all. Jordan Poole is going to be a great team leader. Yeah. You think I'm joking? I'm not, though. I'm not either. I guess I was kind of talking in front of the show there. But, <laughs> that I mean, that is how this all works. Because the organization's got a handful of guys they got to watch out for. And watch, like, tomorrow on either Travis Kelsey's personal, which, by the way, he doesn't run the Chiefs, too. Don't get confused. Or the Chiefs' social media. That dude he swung at, they're gonna, there's going to be a photo of them, like, sitting next to each other, like, eating chow. And, then, be some- and then that guy's going to get cut. <laughs> that guy will probably end up getting cut. It just made their decision easier. Yeah. They're like, oh, you, you allowed yourself to get punched by Travis Kelsey? There Come has on. to be a, I think it's a foot race. Like, that's how you decide this thing. No, Tyreek's going to smoke him. Is he? Yeah, Eli Apple is not that fast. I don't know enough about him to know. Like, Tyreek Hill ran 23 miles per hour last year. That's like the top one. That's like the DK Metcalf one. Yeah. But I'll... apparently there's a, a news report about uh, Jalen Hyatt, recent uh, draft pick from... For the, the Tennessee Titans? No, for the Giants. Oh. 
um, he ran 24 miles per hour during that was, that training was camp. Yeah. That's like three miles per hour off Usain Bolt. He runs 27 miles per hour. I was watching a video of uh, how fast Marvel characters run and how fast. And oh, and uh, I'm low-key kind of very interested in it's, this. Honestly, it was pretty impressive. You know what was shocking? Who was dead last in the whole race? Loki. He teleports. He can get around. Hey, that guy, does he? I don't know. I don't know enough about Loki. I do. But Spider-Man was faster than Captain America and Black Panther. All right, I got some numbers here. Top, fastest guys in the NFL, okay? I'm going to give you the top ten. This is according to Sporting News. Is this based off 40 times or just like highest speeds recorded in a game? Recorded in a game. Last year. Can I? Uh, DK and Tyreek are on there. I'm, I'm going to give you the list. A guy named Tyreek Woolen. Tyreek Woolen. All right. So he ran 21.58. Plays for Seattle. Yep. Guy named Devin Duvin. Devin Devin Duvenlary. Yep. Wide receiver. There's no the, there's the, no the, L in there. Devin Duvenry. Duven Duvernay. 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 There you go. There we go. He ran twenty one six. Travis Etienne, I've heard of him. He ran twenty one six. Dalvin Cook, who no one even wants on their team. That's not true. A story just came out that they don't think he's going to the Jets. Who's they? Uh media. AK, he's going the Dolphins. Dalvin Cook. Or he's just going to have to return to the dang Vikings. Oh, okay. So you both remember this play. So last year, Dalvin Cook ran 81 yards and hit a top speed of 21.6 against the New York Bills. Yeah. We don't talk about that one. Jalen Waddell, who plays for the Dolphins, so they're a fast team. He, he comes at the number six, 21-6. Christian Watson, who plays for the Packers. North Dakota State. Oh, okay. Who knew? 21-7. Now we're here. Right, he was number five, so here we are. So even in 2022, old hat, Deshaun Jackson, 21-7. 36 years old. That's the best part of an NFL season, too, is when a team decides to add Deshaun Jackson to their roster. When old head Deshaun Jackson yeah. is still blazing past everyone. He's guaranteed at least one touchdown a season. Have you guys ever heard of Brees Hall? Yeah. Yeah, he's a really good running back Iowa for State. the Jets. Tours ACL, so. Well, so you've heard about him, back. too. Is his nickname Brees Lightning, or did I just make that up? You can call them that. If I didn't just make that up, someone else should have already. It's Brees Lightning. Go, 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 go. 21-8. Now, here's where the guys get fast. Two and one. Number two is a guy named Kenneth Walker the third. He is now, he's hurt right now for the Seattle Seahawks. Okay. Running back. He went for over 22 miles per hour. That's serious, though. And then the fastest dude, according to in-game speed, last year was a wide receiver for the Colts named Paris Campbell, who ran over 22-1. That's wild fast. Especially in like cleats and a uh, whole set of pads. In the year before that, the fastest guy in the NFL with Jonathan Taylor at 22-1. So the Colts, they just put speed at the skill position, which I don't hate. Yeah, so none of these dudes are 23s, but they're all insanely fast. And this is from Sporting News, which is a really good St. Louis-based sports publication. 
Is that the most important stat in the NFL? Speed? How Speed? fast you are? No. No. What is? Well, it depends on the position. All of them. What? The, like a universal stat? Like the most important universal stat? Yeah. But every, yeah, I would have to agree. We can go down by position. Yeah, I would say it's probably like player efficiency. Spe- I guess speed is the most universal one that you can measure, but that's also like categorical, like for like D linemen, linebackers, running backs, and wide receivers and uh, defensive backs. Like they're all paired up with another part of the field. I think it's got to be the most important one. Did, did you hear about? Uh, well, I, who do you think is the greatest football player of all time? All time? Yeah. I guess it's Tom Brady. And how fast is he? I mean... He runs like a newborn deer. Well, hold on. Oh, you guys are talking about legs only. Because I'm talking about how fast he gets it out. Oh! That's what I'm saying. I'm talking all elements. Okay. So it's just speed overall? Hey, and I'll use your team, Amory, because this might... You might be able to connect to this idea. John Randall's hands? Love John Randall. Karate Kid couldn't touch those. That's what I'm saying. Good guy, by the way. Speed, John, RIP. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't have to be how fast you run. It's got. To, it's like your, your movement. Long snappers. Your athleticism. Twitch. No, it's not athleticism. The twitch muscles. Kind of, I guess, right? Yeah. Did you hear about Darnell Wright, the offensive tackle with I, the Bears? Also, John Randall's not dead. I used to know this cat named Darnell Wright. By used to ride around town. John Randall not dead? No. Oh, who knew? He's very Unrest nice. in peace. Yeah, good for him. Still kicking. Yeah, Darno, right? Uh, he did the wide receiver conditioning test, uh, like the whole offseason, and he smoked all the offensive tackles. Didn't even break a sweat when they were doing their conditioning group. Okay. I love that. I think every offensive tackle should start doing the wide receiver. Uh, I, I think I'm confused on what you're saying. He did what? So he was given. So. The team gives me, out me and John Randall the same birthday. A whole when's your birthday? He's don't, a good dude. Don't worry about it. Keep going. So My the whole friend. the team gives out the whole set of like conditioning standards that they have to meet during training camp. Sure, all positions are in there. Darnell Wright did not look at what the offensive tackles needed to do. He looked at what the wide receivers needed to do and didn't pay close enough attention to see he was doing the wrong conditioning stuff. So he's an idiot. So he has to he had to run a lot faster and a lot longer distance than what the offensive tackles are supposed to do because he was training for the wide receiver set and then when he came to camp and did conditioning he smoked them all. This is a non-story. I'm not impressed that one guy finished first. Somebody has to be first. Didn't even sweat though. For a big guy, big guy doing wide receiver sets training, it's impressive. All right, hear me out. I might be wrong on this. Let's say I'm let's say I'm the PR team for any team. And I got a guy whose numbers are a little bit better than the rest of my guys. Would I create a fabulous story and put it on social media to where it's this? That's all this is. None I mean, it. there's nothing else to talk about. There's right not now. literally nothing. Yeah. Any yeah. story is a story right now. Uh, uh, there's there's quarterback news. See, there's quarterback well, yeah, news. Yeah, well, it's ramping up now. That's yeah, a, uh, Brock Purdy is big quarterback news. Brock Purdy. Is that who you're talking about? Yeah, he's had no arm troubles after returning from UCL surgery, and I think that's fascinating. Oh, I can't believe he went to the best doctor that does this thing, got the best surgery done, and he's having the best recovery. That's absurd. So who's going to be the starting quarterback? Brock Purdy? Sam, Trey Lance? Sam, Sam Darnold. Sam, Sam Darnold. Darnold will start the first, like, two weeks. Purdy will come that's- in. 
and Trey Lance is gone. Where's Trey Lance him. going? I think that's interesting. Trey Lance is going to be a Buccaneer. Interesting. For what? What are you going to trade for him? A couple picks? Picks. Some, maybe a linebacker. Who's the quarterback in Tampa Bay right now? Baker Mayfield or Kyle Trask. Chris Sims, you said? <laughs> Tom Brady. God, he's such a dude. From the texter, Fred's right. Speed, speed, speed. Told you. Texter confirmed it. See, I think stats are for nerds. There's no statistic for heart and hustle except for them. Those things, dude, the dudes at the professional level do not have heart for the game. No, they don't. No, they some don't of care. them don't. Like it's it really is just like maybe one or two guys it's, on the team. It's like very few. Yeah. And also and it's like all the guys that are like complete psychopaths about like all I want to do is win. Those dudes are nuts. Yeah, like Patrick Mahomes. No, he's not one. I'm talking about the guy who are it's like I'll use that uh, we were talking about dead positions fullbacks. Like the dude that'll like run his head through the wall in the locker room for no reason. And people are like, that's not intense. That's lame. It doesn't have the culture it used to have. No. No. Winning is second. Money is first. Yeah. Players' rights are first, then the money. Then winning. Not so bad. Hey, Marie, we're stepping away whenever we get back. People are now sending me songs... About my name. I gotta find a Jake song. Today's I nine varsity, the I nine varsity of Jake and Amory stupid rules on betting. Two men on ninety five point nine FM and AM six ten. The sports animal. The uh, uh, rhyming song. Rhyming song. My name is. My name is Fred, they call me Fred, when I go out, I put my hat upon my head. This is fire too. My name is Fred, they call me Fred, and when I eat, I butter up a slice of, and when I eat, I butter up a slice of. This is literally your song because it's all just one big bit of not knowing anything that rhymes still with got 30 Fred. Seconds. We don't have enough time, is what you said. Thank you to all the friends of the show for supplying us with Fred songs today. I can't believe I made it to 38 years old without knowing there was such a catalog of songs about my name. Seven five six one. Thank you for that. <laughs> Very happy right now. All right, I'm gonna. I guess I'm gonna step back for a minute here. Well, you gotta play along. It's I nine. Yeah, it's I nine. You gotta have your own some betting rules. Today's I nine varsity. The I nine varsity of rules for betting, according to Jake Cassio and Amory Castillo. I nine sports at league. Excuse me, league office two eighty at i nine sports dot com. All right, team. Give it to me. All right, who do you want? Who wants to go first? Go ahead, Jake. All right. Um, my first rule is life is too short to bet the under. Whoa! I'm an overs club member. You never bet the under. Never. I want to see points. I have I, taken the under. I kind of agree with that a lot. Yeah, but life, I, life's but way I, but I do too short. That. Way too short for the under. 
Hey, Marie. Uh, never bet on your team that you're a fan of. Ever. Okay. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's so you can't have the, you can't have your heart. I agree. You can't, I, you can't bet with your heart. You, you got to bet with your head. You have to be emotionless. You have to be a robot when you bet. Okay. What's uh, one of your betting rules, Fred? Uh, be at least 18 years old. If they don't sell alcohol on the premise. So um, that's, what, that's what I'm going with, be 18. All right. Well, my, uh, my second rule is uh, hockey betting. If a team is playing back-to-back away games... You bet against the team, the home team, on the second game every single time. Say that again? Okay. Yeah, say that one more time because I actually like back it. Back-to-back away games in hockey. So if a team, let's say the Rangers are playing two away games back-to-back, on the second away game, you bet on whoever is the home team. Okay, I'm writing that one down. That's all. Yeah, that's ultra deep. It's one of my rules. Hey, Marie. You never bet with a $50 bill. True that. And a $2 bill. I, Ever. I'm glad you're a real gambler because not well, everybody um, gets that. That's a very niche I, My boss was like, you need your own betting show, please, now. You can't do anything else. What is this $50 rule? It's bad luck. It's bad luck. According to who? The superstition. The universe. <sighs> 20s, 10s, 5s, 1s, 100s. That's it. Oh, no change, never. And you don't tip the sports better. The, the 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 sports bet change either. That drives me up a wall. Oh yeah, you never give them like cents or anything like that. If you're gonna like, you always gotta. If you hit a big ticket, you gotta give them at least a couple. And tip tip them when you win. You're like twenty bucks. Twenty bucks on what? A five dollar win? No, like a like a like a couple hundred dollar win. Yeah, when you win, you you give them a tip. Okay. Got to keep the luck coming back to you. Karma. Here's an actual one. You only play the Mega Millions when it's over a billion dollars. I like mm, that. No. I agree with that. Why? It's not worth it till then. It's a billion dollars. The next estimated jackpot is a billion dollars this time. We all might as well play it. Uh, my next betting rule, don't play slots at all. I play slots. Slots, when I'm will, in slots will burn you. Well, it's yeah. a scam. Yep. Play something that requires a little skill. I believe Buffalo Run has skill. Hey, Marie. Okay, so if I am wearing a certain shirt or jersey and I win, I have to wear it every time until I lose. You're going to eventually lose no matter what. I know, but I'm just saying then you rotate. Does it ever get back into the rotation? Yeah, eventually. Jerseys are bad luck for me now, though, so I stopped wearing jerseys. That sucks. Yeah. Jerseys are not okay for everyday wear. I'm talking to you, friend of the show, who loves your Dallas Cowboy jersey. I wear no, I'm a jersey about, like, on game all day. the time. Jerseys are okay on game day. They're okay at an event. I'll wear a jersey just going to the store. No. No, that is dirtbag stuff. Yeah, I'm a dirtbag, and I'm proud. Bingo is for fellowship. That's your that's your your rule. That's a rule. All right. No one's going to bingo to get rich. You're going to bingo for fellowship. Okay. 
I've never gone to the bingo hall. I'm waiting for my midlife crisis for that uh, one. I first of all, if you've never been, you don't even understand how much fun it is. It's wild fun. I just I'm excited just to use those markers. They're called davers. Dav- don't walk in there not knowing the terminology. Sorry. Okay, I'll get you caught. I'll have you catch me up to speed before I decide <laughs> to go into a bingo hall. You'll get laughed out the building. Bingo halls are for more than just pro wrestling. Um, my next rule is going to be. You never hit on 16 on blackjack. Oh. Ever. Well, it doesn't make sense. Why? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Because you could bust. Yeah. You should never hit on greater than 12. No, I disagree with that. Because a card could bust you. It's just a 10 on 12. Yes, and lots of cards are worth 10. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So you, if you have a 12, don't bet. Because like, you have to get beat at that point. You can't beat yourself. That's a rule. Never beat yourself. Yeah. But just don't hit on 16. Yeah, but you meant to say 12. And don't split 10s. Always split 10s. No. <laughs> 20 is good. Two 20s is better. If you can get it. Yeah, and you will. But then you piss off everybody else at the table. Well, I don't know about that. Hey, Marie. Okay. Take your time. No, I know. I'm just... I'm. I, uh... I was reading some ridiculous ones online. Okay. This is the dumbest way to bet, and I'm the loser of parlays, but I, I got to give up parlays. You, you should be betting parlays. That's the worst way to gamble. What? That's where all the money is. Let me. I want to I want to make a little comparison here. Okay. On... I'm trying, though, but I'm still the loser of parlays. Like, I parlayed all weekend. Okay. So parlays are like basic blonde woman. Very fun in the beginning until everything crashes down on you. Straight up bets are like nice Jewish woman or nice Italian woman. What? Require a little bit more investment, but it's a better (laughs) result. Just trying to give people basic betting advice out there. Parlays are the worst way to go. What do you got? But they're fun. What's your rule, Fred? You're up. Oh, that was your rule? Yeah. The parlays are bogus? I think I have a real problem with betting sites that are like refer a friend <laughs> and get betting money. No, you'd never use the promo The money promo money. Because never you'll never be able money. to see that money a day in your life. That's what I'm saying. Like dodge promo money. Because promo money is like free drugs. Also, never tell someone it's a lock. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been there. I've been there a lot. You can't lose. It's a lock. Uh, bro, it's a lock. I it's promise a lock. you. It's a lock. You got it. Follow me. Tell me. Tell me. Tell me. Isn't the cliche one only bet with money you can lose? Is that I what mean, it is? I mean, that's what everyone should do. That's uh, what we're That's trying the responsible to... way to yeah. gamble. But when you have two days to pay your rent. Oh, my gosh. Jakey poo. You got to do what you got to do sometimes. I don't think that's correct. No. Let's not encourage people to do anyway. that. Anyway. On two men on. Isn't that one of those things, too, when you're at, like, the, I know we're up against the name, I'm sorry. When you're at the casino, and it's like, you're seeing someone, I don't, give me a game, blackjack, and someone's like, they took my money, they lost my money. Isn't the real sentence, you gambled your money? <laughs> like, that's the real sentence. No one took from you. No, you didn't lose to anyone. You gambled. That's, they, why, they, that's why they call it gambling, not, that's why they not call winning. It, yeah, it's not called winning and losing. It's called gambling. I feel like if more people just adopted that mentality, mindset, that might be best. 
Yeah, but all people that quit gambling are just one bet away from hitting the jackpot. Don't stop. Well, that's like that that old, like, um, hey, if you're looking for something, it's always in the last place you find it. Or the last, I, I messed that up. If you're looking for something, you always find it in the last place you look. Because you stop looking after you find it. Yeah. That could also be the first place you look. And that's, that's the, I think, the problem with gambling. People don't, don't know when to stop looking. The, see, I think gambling is the humble science of learning how to walk away. That's what separates a really good gambler and a really bad gambler. I think what separates good gamblers and bad gamblers is addiction. Because I, I don't love winning money, but I definitely gambling. hate losing money. Which means that gambling is not like a factor for me. I don't mind losing. I will put a little bit of money at play, and I'm not I'm talking like a hundred bucks. I will bet a hundred bucks on something that I need to watch. Because otherwise I won't watch it. I'm not going to tune into the NFC championship game unless I have some dollars on it. Because it doesn't matter. I think betting on games that are not are not as important, like Maction Week Seven. Betting on those teams, that's electric. A little bit of baseball talk when we get back. The trade deadline is a buzz. Some big names have moved. We'll tell you about they, where they are now, and the impact that they will have. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Singer singing the uh, uh, rhyming song. Rhyming song. My name is Fred. I like that. My name is Fred. They call me Fred. This is very good. When I go out, I put my hat upon my head. It's a brilliant little piece of music there, Amory. My name is Fred. They call me Fred. All right, I got some MLB trade stuff. You guys ready? I was born ready. Looks like Erlander is going to go back to the Mets. It's like I mean Astros. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, it's likely he said he's open to the Mets and the or the the Astros and the Dodgers, and then but the Mets are asking a little bit too much right now for what they're getting in return. What are they asking? They want multiple high end prospects or an uh, all star caliber player yeah or a strong solid one or two pitcher speaking of seattle got this paul seawald guy he's a reliever yeah from where oh, strike it reverse it the diamondbacks got him from seattle okay so my as i said i knew it was wrong bullpen relief is huge at this time of year it's literally the only thing that matters you said Max Scherzer's on the move? He's gone. He's already gone. Oh, it's done, done. Done, done. We uh, traded him to the Rangers, my new least favorite baseball team, because okay. they took right, Jacob Jake, DeGrom from here me. Here we go with the wee-wee Yeah, again. I heard that. I heard that. I didn't like it either. Who, who's we? Who's we? The Mets, because I'm part of the franchise. Here, again. The, the New York Mets. Um, 
yeah, they uh, I got, they they contacted me on Twitter and were like, hey, "What do you think about this move?" And I was just like, "You got to do what you got to do." Coco Montez went up. Good for him. Up at the big club. Tyler Glasnow to the A's. Yeah. Killian Murphy's twin. He's talking a little bit about the reverse strike and stuff too today. I don't know if you saw any of that stuff, but kind of interesting insight. It's, I don't know. It's interesting to see like a player of that caliber get traded to a team of that caliber. Grichik and CJ Crombo traded to the Angels. So the Rockies are moving guys that I think a lot of people would say keep them in the mix. Yeah. If Verlander goes to the Dodgers and not the Astros, I think that's a big win for the Dodgers this late. Huge. Be huge. Is but the Dodgers, I don't know. The Dodgers are playing old school baseball, money money ball baseball, you know, like they're just looking for stars that they want to pay a bunch of money and assemble like a quote unquote dream team, but it's not working in baseball anymore. Jordan Montgomery went to the Rangers. Pretty good. Blue Jays got Jordan Hicks from the Cardinals. That's weird for me as a Cardinals fan saying my team just give up. That's never a thing. That's how I feel about the Mets right now is we're just giving up because we cl- we traded our closer, David Robertson. We just traded Mark Canha. Uh, we're just clearing house. Cody Bellinger off the market. Oh, really? Cubs said they're holding on to him. Yeah. One more day. I mean, and that's the one. Tomorrow's the one. Tomorrow is it five o'clock Eastern? So three o'clock Central? No, I got or I got that wrong. So it'll be five o'clock Mountain will be the dead time. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So we'll have all the updates tomorrow night. A lot going on. Major League Baseball. It's a it's a weird season. I've uh, decided that I'm putting all my chips in on the Baltimore Orioles for the rest of the season. That's who I want to win. Yeah. I don't know if I have a want for anyone to win, but I want for it to be entertaining. I, and I, I think this has been the most entertaining baseball season in a while. With pop- the with the change of rules and the pace of play and the amount of runs mm-hmm. and the steals are up. And how quickly young players are adapting. Yeah. Yeah, I'm into that. It's it, They're like... It feels like these young like prospect guys are jumping right into the game as if they've been there. Everything we missed in the NFL whenever we get back. It's Tuman on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Seven little girls sitting in the back seat hugging and kissing with Fred. I said, why don't one of you come up and sit beside me? And this is what the seven girls said. All together now, one, two, three. Keep your mind on your driving, keep your hands on the wheel. Keep your snoopy eyes on the road. Banger. Wish that I could be like Fred. It's so very good. WWFD, what would Fred do? That's a good one. It's probably a little blasphemous, but that's a good one. Top 10 paid wide receiver corpse. Are you guys ready? 
Coming at the number 10 spot, the Washington Guardians, 32.5 milli. They're not the Guardians. The number 9 spot, Seattle Seahawks, 35.5 milli. The Miami Dolphins, 36.5 milli. Would have thought they'd have been number one. The Browns, 38.3 milli. The Bucks, 38.5 milli. The Jaguars, 39 milli at number five. Can you guys guess four, three, two, and one? Are the Panthers on there? They are not in the mix. It's not the Bengals. Nope. It's not the Eagles. I already named half the league. I'm going to go 49ers. Not in the mix. Hmm. Oh, Cooper Cup, the Rams. Number one is the Rams. They're yep. 51. I was saying that. Was like, wow. Yeah, Cooper Cup is still the highest paid million. receiver. So the Rams have the most expensive wide receiver core. Two, three, and four are still up in the air. I'm going to go... The Saints? Not even close. Okay. I was thinking Michael Thomas. Mm. Mm, I'm going I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of teams with no rookies and then teams with a superstar. Saints are number 13, 28. Wow. Did you name the Bills? Not in the mix. No, yeah. They're number 14. <laughs> we only have stuff on in the rest Dallas of the Cowboys. Eliminate. No, not the Cowboys. Cowboys coming in at number 18, 22. Really? I think C.D. Lamb is on his rookie contract oh, still. Okay, technically. I was like. Mm. Giving you the number four, it's the Las Vegas Raiders. Oh, Devontae. Is the. Two left, the number three and the number two teams payroll for all the wide receiver core are the vikings on this list definitely not JJ, on this list. jj hasn't got paid yet. oh he's on his rookie deal still huh they are 28th at 13.2 yep. nice well, good for you guys yeah Oof. coming in the number three spot the denver broncos at 42.9 oh yikes and uh, tim patrick just tore his achilles i'm pretty sure as soon as i find out who that is i'll be excited to learn about it Wide receiver. He's like their third oh, string. And are you ready for the number two? Yes. Because you guys don't know, you big NFL fans, you. The Arizona Cardinals at $51.7 million. Wait. Is it because they're still paying D-Hop? Or is that because of Marquise Brown? That top, that top five list is brutal. Yeah. A bunch of losers. A bunch of them. None of these teams went up here. Yeah, well, good teams make use of rookie contracts. The Chiefs are number 23 at $18.6 million. Coming in DA last is the Green Bay Packers at $5.5 million. What? The Titans have only put $8 million into their wide receiver core. Falcons just over 10, Panthers just under 12, and then the Minnesota Vikings aforementioned. That's going to change <laughs> real soon. But you guys will have uh, a rookie quarterback here soon, so you don't have to worry about that. Trey Lance? <laughs> That's a joke. He's going to he's gonna go to a, the Bucks. All right, so as I'm looking at this, some of these contracts are really bad. What's your least favorite they one? They need better agents like you, Fred. 
Uh, maybe the Kenny Galladay deal, I think, is probably the worst deal in the NFL. Missing. MIA. If I had to name a guy. Like, I mean, and I recognize it takes 11 of them, blah, blah, blah. But he hasn't caught a touchdown in like three years. That's wild. <laughs> well, I think he had one last season, actually. But what was the name of the cat from the Jaguars that signed with Christian Kirk? Christian Kirk, yeah. He ended up being a steal. Uh huh. Calvin Ridley. Yeah. He has a good contract. That's also because he's a degenerate gambler. Where are the Lions on this list? Kind of interesting that... I'll pull that up for you right now. Kinda They're inter- the third youngest team. They have a lot of young receivers. 24th, 17-7. Kind of interesting to me, because that D-Hop deal seemed like a good deal. Didn't move... It's all about cap hit, too. It's not about yeah. total investment, blah, blah, blah. Well, I'm praying for DeAndre Hopkins because the Titans is where good res- wide receivers go to die. Aaron Rodgers took a $35 million pay cut. He said, quote, big names move with the tra- de- trade deadline now. I wanted to make sure that if somebody valuable came available, we'd be able to get them. Boo. Hard Knocks comes out next week. Let's go. Jake Castillo, thank you for sitting in on the program. Of course. Always a pleasure. Hi, Mom. Not so bad. Hey, Marie, final words? Um, what does the band say? I love Jarvie. See you tomorrow, Birdcake. That's not what Van says. <laughs> Good job, everyone. GG. Next one he says, see you tomorrow, Birdcake.